wrestling fans. Welcome to the internationally known Dudes at Ringside Podcast. I am your host, Joe the Panther And now introducing my co-host to this fun trip around the world and the solstice into the woods. We go. The happy heel himself. Metal Geek. What's going on, Ringside Crew? What's going on, internationally known? What's going on, everyone? What's going on, Joe? Not too much, man. I don't know. I'm having this really feel weird feeling today. Like it's like six feet, six, oh, six of separation. Because I, I don't know. Because my, with my grandpa on today and this guest today, let's give a warm. Dudes at ringside, welcome to Jenny Santana. What's going on? <laughs> hey, thanks for having me on the podcast. Thanks for coming on. <laughs> welcome, welcome. I, I, as I said before the show, it's an honor and a pleasure because, you know, with the family and wrestling, it's kind of like we have that full circle. <laughs> like now it's like me and you have that circle, like wrestling and you're not only wrestling, you do like MMA and like stuff like that. So like, so like if our fans aren't familiar with you and why would they not? Oh, introduce I thought you were going to say why would they? Cause that's probably more accurate. I know, but why they wouldn't, I know they, they know your name, but introduce yourself to them. So my name is Jennifer Haas, uh, AKA Jenny Santana. I am the daughter of Tito Santana, who is in the WWE Hall of Fame. I, my story is a little bit, I do, I started out doing jujitsu. So um, I was able to win like a world championship. I'm currently a national champion. And now I've decided to give uh, pro wrestling a try. So I've been training for probably like a month or so. And uh, it's it's going really well. And I am documenting my journey of pro wrestling and kind of getting it out there kind of behind the scenes because, you know, you watch it on TV and I'm nowhere near that caliber, but just the training, just to give a background on the training and like the bumps and bruises and all that stuff that people, that everyone who does pro wrestling does and like gets in the beginning, like everyone's training and everyone's taking stuff and doing stuff to their body that they're not used to. And I don't know, it's just, uh, it's interesting for people to hear, I think. So, so, so who trained you? So um, Kyle Hawk trains me and he's actually a wrestler. He has the belt right now. So he, he does a great job training me. You know, I started from nowhere. I came in and I don't know, like <laughs> he was asked to train me. And I think uh, now that we've become friends, like he told me, he's like the first time he was asked, he was like, no, I'm not interested <laughs> in this. And so then he kind of got like worn down to, you know, to meet me and train me and, it's going pretty well. Like I, he thinks I'm a super hard worker. He's really good with teaching me and getting me comfortable with things that I haven't ever done before. Like he's, he's super creative, 
Whereas, uh, like we did bumps and he wanted me to try like a front somersault. And so instead of trying that to begin with in the ring and, and me having, you know, a slight heart panic attack, we went to uh, a trampoline park and did it there and kind of eased me into it. So he's like really good and really patient with me because uh, it, it takes a lot of patience to deal with me sometimes and, and get me on the right track. But <laughs> he's doing a really great job. I'm super thankful uh, for getting set up with him and, and for the progress we've made so far. It's really good. It's always too good good to have a good trainer in the beginning because like sometimes you get a trainer that's like okay we'll show you this and that and then when you finally get into a match they didn't show you the right part and then you get in the ring they're like that really wasn't the way you're supposed to move it it's this way but like oh my trainer told me that i guess he didn't teach you the end half you know what i mean yeah he, he's really good at like starting at the foundation, but also throwing us in and like practicing how a match would be like where, you know, where's the crowd going to be or, you know, selling stuff and things like that. And just all the small stuff that you don't think that I don't think about because I'm busy just trying to jump high enough not to get, you know, someone's head knocked off. But um, he's really good at that. And then other stuff like yesterday, we had a training session and uh, we worked on like promos. And so, I mean, he's currently in the business. He's doing this stuff. He, I watch his matches that he sends me. He's actually going to be, he has a match. I think it's next Friday in Las Vegas that I'm going to go to. And so it's super cool to get trained by someone that you're actually seeing do it successfully and has all the the knowledge and the insight to what happens, you know, when stuff goes wrong and, and he gets to tell me like, you know, maybe this wasn't planned, but you got to keep going. And it's, it's easier to, to listen to someone who has lived through it, I think, and who is currently active in the, in the system. Hmm. Interesting. So like geek, I don't know, geek, I, I think I already asked my question. Uh, so you, yeah. I, I know I asked you how who trained you, but I know your, your dad's Tina uh, Tito Santana. But how did you get started in the business? In pro wrestling and yeah. trying it out. So I actually uh, contacted Hannibal on the Hannibal TV, and I we are trying. My family is trying to get my mom to write a book because you guys, you know, she'd be right up your alley because she. Tell her about, up. please, please, we need her. We got you. Tell your mama. <laughs> she she grew up around that. Like, my great-grandmother took her to wrestling for the first time. And that was where, like, my great-grandmother, she was a huge fan of Haystack Calhoun. So my mom ended up getting an autograph from him. And his friend. It was. It was my grandfather's friend. So uh, wait, she she just sent me this picture. I'm gonna I'm gonna stick it on here just because this was my. Hopefully, you guys can see it. So this is my great grandmother. Oh, that's what's his name? Oh my God, that's uh, oh, God. Bobby Heenan. Maybe she said no, that's not Bobby. Oh my God, that's uh, call everybody pencil neck geek. I can't think of his name. 
His phrase was, you pencil neck geeks. <laughs> That's what his phrase was back yeah. in the day. Oh, my God. I can't think of his Fred name. Blassie. Freddie Blassie. Freddie Blassie. Freddie Blassie. Yeah, I'm like, I don't know who that is. So hopefully, hopefully you do. But that, that was her. And they were just around all the time. I think, I think this is Haystax Calhoun. If oh, I'm yeah, not. Max. You should think if they're watching the podcast, this, that was my grandfather's best friend. He used to travel around in my grandfather in the back of my grandfather's car to go to wrestling events because he was so big he couldn't actually drive in the car with my uncle, my my grandfather. So he would travel in the back of the the flatbed. Oh, seriously? Yeah. Haystacks <laughs> Calhoun was so big. He was like that. I guess he would be was kind of say he was like the Andre of that time because he was so big. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. So he like, you know, connected with my mom and he had a daughter around her age. And so he kind of took her under his wing and she, she wasn't a wrestler, but they did ask her at one time to be a manager and she would have actually been the first fe like female manager, but she doesn't like the spotlight. So she, she refused, but she was always hanging around all the guys, like tons of stories, all the back scene stuff. And so you know, we're like, write a book. Like people want to see this. My grandmother. So we originally from Pennsylvania. And when we moved out here, like my grandmother had like the old super eight videos and just mm -hmm. old matches. Like they had so much good footage, like wrestlers that started out in the business and, and stuff that was, if I remember correctly, they used to do matches where like some of them were televised when they did them at the Hamburg field house and stuff. And some of them weren't. And so they had like all of them on video and you know, she like dumped them all and got rid of them oh, moving God. out here, trying to like uh, minimalize what she was bringing out. And now we're like, Oh my gosh, like why, why would you do that? You know? And so, but they're gone now. But we do have like albums and albums of pictures of, of the guys and like my mom, my grandmother, my uncle in the rings. So it, it's super cool. Like we grew up around wrestling, you could say. I didn't really grow up around wrestling, but like she grew up around wrestling. My uncle did. And then I grew up kind of watching wrestling because it was so ingrained in what they did and who they were. And so we had like wrestling matches in the backyard and things like that all, all the time, like always fighting and, and pretending to wrestle. So that's, that's, that's so cool to like, know, like you like got a chance to like be like, get a chance to try it out before you were old enough back in your backyard and your family was entwined with it. Like it's almost like my dad's stories that he always tells me how, he in his house he had a lot of wrestlers coming in and out all the time, like Haystacks and Classy Freddie Blassie and Killer Kowalski coming to their house. And my 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 dad's aunt would come in and fix the 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 gear. That's what she would do. She would get wrestlers to send a picture of what they want, and they would make it. She would make it for them, like shirts, jackets, and stuff like that. And it's just crazy. Like you have stories. Like that's that's cool. I like I I get so like cool <laughs> scene stuff that you never hear anywhere else you're gonna hear yeah dudes at ringside <laughs> yeah like everyone in my family was a participant 
in wrestling, if they wanted to or not. The things that stick out in my mind the most when I was like five, six, seven years old, my grandfather um, in his bedroom was where we would always kind of wrestle. And he had this dresser that was really high. And so we'd always like jump from the dresser onto someone on the bed and just kind of oh, do moves and, and flying moves and stuff like that. But it's, And then they would do it to him. Like he'd be sleeping and they'd come in and wake him up, like, you know, jumping on top of him, flying off the dresser. And there was no, no mercy for anyone. I remember one time he was in a car accident and broke his ribs actually. And my uncle, you know, just came and start, you know, <laughs> right away for real. And, you know, his ribs were already broken. And so it was just like, Oh, no mercy. Like we were always just, just always in the wrestling mode when I was younger, I remember. And then as I got to be like a teenager, then my brother came up and he was kind of more into it than I was anymore because I was, you know, doing other things. I'm a, a girl teenager with my, you know, head up my butt sometimes. But we actually created, well, they created like their own little wrestling federation with like this cardboard belt and stuff that they made. And so we used to tape those matches. I'm going to have to find those because I know my mom still has all of those and I'm in some of them. But you, you know, then they start getting like the props into it where they would like break cups over each other's head and use the pans. And even my grandmother one day was in a match. She like came out of nowhere in a mask and like pan someone on top of the head. So it was, just, it was the culture we lived in and it was just how we grew up. Grandma out of nowhere. <laughs> the foreign objects, Joe. Bam. Grandma, grandma with the foreign objects. <laughs> That's crazy. That's that's awesome. Wow. Um, and then there was a wasn't there a guy that had like a mannequin head? Oh, actually, no. Yes, and so like my brother was, you know, kind of obsessed with that for a while. So we found him a mannequin head, and he was always like with the mannequin head during the matches sometimes. So that's crazy. He's coming out on our podcast actually in later November. in the month. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. It's gonna. It's another. He was uh, the one that did Sako too, right? No, that, that was Mick Foley. Mick Foley. Okay, okay, yeah. Yeah, he lives in Long Island, so or he, he did. did. He, he moved did, to did move to Florida. So see, you just you just butchered it, geek. There you go. Penalty on the geek. He did what? live in. He did live in Long Island. <laughs> Is there, isn't there like a penalty in MMA? Like they 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 you get. You get a flag, or I don't know. You do. You get the penalty in jujitsu. Yeah, you'll get a penalty. He got a penalty. <laughs> See, he's the heel. He's gonna. See, remember, I'm the I'm the good guy. I can't do anything wrong. Sure, Joe. Sure, you're you're the uh, the what you call it? the secret he heel. Uh, he's the secret heel for now. Oh, he's gonna be the one that turns on me, throws me through the barbershop window. <laughs> That's like the funnest one, right? Because you get everyone on your side, and then you're like, "But oh, wait, <laughs> uh, wait!" It was actually Joe was the heel the whole time. I do the Eddie Guerrero to him. I tap the, I tap the gra- I tap the chair on the ground, and I, in the referee, I throw the chair in his arms, and I fall on the floor. <laughs> Knock myself out, and he's the referee's like, "Ding, ding, ding!" He's like. That, that that that's us every time in college. I'm like, ow, he hit me. Or, or you could be say you, you're the uh, the Shawn Michael. Or I could uh, never mind. I'm gonna give hey, him. 
Let's not talk about Shawn Michaels here. He beat her that WrestleMania. I was so mad. I, I guess say I, I'm 38. I watched that WrestleMania when your dad faced Shawn Michaels. I was so mad. Oh. I was everybody. I like Shawn Michaels now, but that moment, I lost my mind. I was so upset. I was like, Tito's gonna beat him. Tito's gonna. I think I was like, <laughs> I, was, I think I'm nine years old. No, I was talking about the DX moment when Triple oh, H turned Shawn Michaels. Dad, right now, geeking. <laughs> How could you do that? I'm having happy flashbacks to when I was a little kid. <laughs> Wayne's World style. <laughs> I was I'm trying so to watch a lot of matches now. Like I'm trying to watch, you know, some of his matches and and old school matches. Yeah. This so, once you really got to go back with he. Oh, sorry, sorry. No, go ahead, go ahead. Like the matches, I I I'm like I'm as I said, I'm Mister Old School on uh, on the podcast. The matches I suggest you watch of Tito Santana's is like. Um, his matches that he fought, like IC title matches back way back in the day, his strike force days and stuff like that. Like I, I got, I, I, like it's, he had so many good matches. It's hard to just say what matches to go with, but if you liked watching, if you like, if you like watching tag team matches, he has a lot of good tag team matches. The match took on Sean at WrestleMania, even though he lost that one. Um, he has quite a few good matches he's done in his career. So yeah. I'm trying to like I've been watching his finishing move a lot, the flying elbow and Oh, you know, that was one of the things I was gonna ask you. Are you gonna you I know you your MMA stuff also, you do like the are you gonna try to tie in a lot of your dad's like move set into your move set? So I think um, just because of how of my background, I'm probably more of like a submission fighter uh, as opposed to like a high flyer. Uh, so I'm not really sure because I know that elbow, he's like flying. I watched one today. He like flew in the ring and elbowed in some guy. And so um, I would love to learn them and try them eventually. But, you know, I think. I'll probably always fall back on what I'm most comfortable with, which is probably um, more of the submission stuff. But I guess, I guess we'll see. I could see now your logo is it says Jenny Santana, but the lightning bolt striking the back of the le- back of the name back of the name Santana because that's when he did strike force. He had a lightning bolt on his boot. Oh, cool! That's what I remember. And then when he was El Metador, had the little hat on the boot. I did see the the. The El Matador, it was like green and, and pink with yeah, gold yeah. with pink boots. Yeah, with the pink. jacket with the little pointy shoulders. I remember that. That's one of my favorite memories of Tito Santana. That's a cool color scheme. So, in the little thing, and <laughs> 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 the El Matador thing. Oh, he <laughs> had that. He had one of those. Yeah, he had the other matter. I think it was the jacket, or he had the thing in his hand. He used to always have the. Think he did. You think he had the thing in his hand. <sighs> get one of those and practice with it i could choke yeah. someone with it oh yeah that could be your weapon if you're healed that could be your weapon like, yeah <laughs> like you watched i'm like oh god she looks at the camera panther i'm not a good guy i'm a heel oh god she's a heel trick me she tricked me with her smile <laughs> <laughs> she's got a cute face but she's really <laughs> she's mean <laughs> so yeah here we go um so you could talk. You want to talk about your uh, your your MMA training when you're like 
just started doing that stuff, but how you won a championship. Talk about that, please. Yeah, Look. so I've been doing jujitsu. It's it's probably not MMA because I don't really do the stand-up part of it. Like I've trained stand-up a few times. Uh, I, I did karate when I was younger, and we had like boxing and kickboxing. So um, my kicks aren't bad, you know. My punches probably have a lot to be desired, but uh, not MMA, just jujitsu. I'm just on the mat, so that's like when they go to the ground. That that would be where I where I am comfortable. So I've been doing jujitsu for like seven years now. Uh, I'm a brown belt, and if you guys know anything about jujitsu, like that's the belt right before black belt. So um, eventually, hopefully, you know that that will be the next the next step for me. But uh, when I was a purple belt, I won Nogi Worlds, and so that was super exciting. And then I actually ended up ranked first in my division for the year, which was super cool. Uh, and then now I am a brown belt. So I had my first brown belt competition and I won nationals at it in Gi and then no Gi I was second. So, uh, but I did really well, I think. I mean, there's a lot that I need to correct and, and things like that, but it, it was good to feel like, yeah, this is a level that you should be at because you know you're winning and not getting completely smashed so um it was nice but i train that like five six times a week so it, it keeps me super busy and then trying to fit in lifting because you got you know you got to get to the gym and pick those weights up and down to get stronger <laughs> but uh, and then now i started training wrestling uh we've moved to three times a week so it's a busy schedule. Like I have gone, I work for the school district out here. And so we've gone back to school. So we're in session. Oh, wow. Yeah. In person. So, you know, just having to be somewhere, like it's so different than summer because now I have to be somewhere at 7 a.m. until mm. 2 p.m. And it's, it's great hours. I, I can't complain about that. But uh, just having to be somewhere where, you know, there's not a, a stove that I can cook. So like that all has to be done prior and planned out. And then just, it's not the closest to my house. So just the drive then to get to the gym after it's exhausting. Sometimes like this is the first week I did it. And I think I came up with a good schedule to, to fit it all in, but you know, your body's definitely beat up at the end of a week after all those sessions. So. Oh, definitely. Like I, uh, I do Special Olympics and for, they were, we were all remotely and they had us doing like certain workouts. I was doing jumping jacks, planks, push-ups, squats. Like I, I'm like, this is not working. My body's not, I pulled my shirt up and I was like, Oh, oh I was like, yeah, I looked at a picture of myself. Like, I was like, <laughs> Is, I, said, I, said, I was like, do I send this to someone and freak them out? Look like Rambo. I was like, <laughs> yeah. I was like yeah, I'm back. I'm back, son. My guy, my guys at work was talking about how he does this, that, and workout. And it was like after the last workout I did with Special Olympics. And I said, but how about this? And I pulled my shirt up. And one of my guy friends, he had work. He was like, dude, he didn't. I didn't expect that. You got the six pack going on. I had the. I had before the show. I was trying to before I got my grandpa's shirt on. I was like, crap, picked my shirt up and I was like, walk with no shirt and I was like flexing in the in the camera and I was. I only think is that's gonna end bad. Then he's gonna pop <laughs> and going, what the heck is that? 
that? What, I'm what trying. I'm trying to work on you know the flat stomach and then the four pack, I guess, and then six I guess, pack. I guess it's the stuff that they had me doing, like the the planks. I do my. I can hold my plank for like a minute in something, and then I get stuck in. I'm stuck to shake, and then I go down. Yeah. That's funny you say that because I actually started uh, trying to get stronger shoulders. So in addition to like lifting weights, I'm trying to do like, because I usually do like four sets of stuff for, for weight training. So I'm trying to do like four sets of a minute hold of a handstand. So mm. it's like, I think it's building my shoulders because they seem a little bit stronger. So every day will get better. But uh, you need so much strength like to do the moves and like pick people up and yeah. It's not like lifting up a weight that's there. Like, you know, a person is different sizes and yeah, like there's weight to the head and, and not as much weight to the legs or, or reverse. And so, and then just like getting it on top of my shoulder, I'm like, whoo, I need, I need to build those suckers up, but <laughs> try just, like next to me, go to the, your training, just try to do a plank and ask whoever you're with, if they have a timer or a cell phone, go to the timer setting on the iPhone and say, okay, Set the timer, and I'll go on my. You have to do the plank like you're doing, like on your tippy toes and like with your arms out, and then do it for a minute. Try to do it for a minute, as long as you can do the plank for, and see how long you could do your plank for. Kyle, I haven't done a plank in a while. Like I'm usually, I'm usually good with planks. I could probably get like a minute, maybe two, if I really try. I'd be um, struggling. But he said to do like a push up and come like halfway down to build up my chest, and so I could get like thirty seconds, like four sets of thirty seconds, and I'm like shaking, and so I'm like, oh, I need to build that up, but <laughs> but it's on my toes, so that is. I don't know. It's it's better than being on my knees, but yeah, the on your so knees. Hard. I know a lot of people do. They they get on their knees with their with the plank and they start. I'm like, I got mad because this girl I know does the plank on her knees, and I'm like, that's not how you do a plank. You do it on your on your like ninja style, as I call it. You're like almost doing a push up because your feet are like this. And yeah, like, my friend, we we both ranted about it when they did the metal thing. I'm like, cheaters. She had a gold for the plank. I got like fourth cheaters, cheaters, cheaters. And <laughs> we were like, we were ranting about it. And I was like, two mean girls in the back of the bathroom smoking cigarettes, cheaters, cheaters, right? Cheaters, <laughs> cheaters. <laughs> See, female friends, I gang up on other girls. <laughs> no, I'm, oh, Joe's, not, Joe's not a heel. I'm a good guy. Yeah, you're, like, a, good you're a heel for now. On your face right now is a face for now. Just wait till the barbershop window happens. That's coming. Giggle be standing there. Joe, what did you want to talk to me about? Well, crash. <laughs> Jenna to be standing there like, I just came in here for to say something and I don't remember. Why is there glass everywhere? Where's Geek? Oh my God. <laughs> Joe, did you throw him through the window? No. Yes. <laughs> you gotta get that on tape if you actually throw someone through a window. Because I'd be scared because I may accidentally mess up and do it wrong. <laughs> and, and, he, and, and he might be saying, "Geek has to go to the hospital now." Yeah. Right. Martin, drive him to the hospital. <laughs> He's like, "Wait, I can't drive." <laughs> You're gonna have to do it like this was Not real. <laughs> <laughs> He'll be pulling glass out of himself for a week. Oh, thanks, Joe. <laughs> yeah. 
that's my life. I mess up doing something. There we go. Your favorite wrestling match growing up. My, I don't even, my gosh, I have like the worst memory when it comes to that stuff. But I know like one of my favorite wrestlers was the Ultimate Warrior. I just love like all the colorful fringes. So like any match he was in, I was always like, yeah, yeah. It was always my favorite. And, you know, I said that on another podcast and they're like, he wasn't the best wrestler. And, you know, as a kid, like, you're not really looking for the best wrestler. You're just looking for someone who like gives you energy and you can connect with that makes you happy. So like he, I don't know. I just loved. And then I did hate when he would get sweaty and the face paint would come off though. Like yeah. I wasn't, I wanted him to look perfect, like the perfectly painted, you know, face that he had on all the time. Like, <laughs> see, like I never get that with video games when you're playing as like wrestlers, like the ultimate warrior, like, I love drawing and I love creating creating stuff. Like, how did they not edit that in a video game that the makeup comes off? The matches, their makeup stays so nice and clean. Yeah. <laughs> like, what? That's ideal, right? That's that. <laughs> your, your makeup's going to fall off your face during a match. In a video yeah. game, it looks, like, perfect. Like, like, people think that people just look like that when they wake up no no makeup stays on face when wrestle come on reality check <laughs> oh what's funny is uh the last wrestling session we had i guess well, earlier this week uh kyle had done it facebook live it's on my facebook and so like i came like right after work so i you know didn't look super bad and then by the the end of the video i probably look horrible you know like there's sweat dripping in your eyeballs and your hair's like my hair gets super curly when it's wet and so it's just like all curled up and, and gross and so yeah i don't know how people stay looking gorgeous after they you know had a good workout or something <laughs> uh one of our friends in the chat uh, Mima Mania wants to know if you have any stories from your uh, of your dad when you, from when you were a kid. No, so um, if the, so, the first Hannibal interview I did, like I kind of explained that I actually uh, I don't really have any stories about him. I actually found out that he was my father a few years ago, and so then I kind of. Uh, reached out and, and tried to get in contact with him like I um I don't know like I just I I have kids and so I I think it's important to go over like medical records and things like that and so um you know I I you know it would be nice to get to know him it's funny because you never know how someone is going to react and so when I was thinking about you know you get this information now and you're like uh because I had you know, suspicions that, that, that he was my father, um, since I was a teenager and, uh, my mom, she knew that he was my father. She just did not tell me and, and she didn't really want to talk about it ever. And so, and, and, you know, she has her own reasons why she did that, but, uh, it was, it was kind of always looming out there and then, you know, life happens and you kind of forget about that stuff. And so then you get older and you're like, okay, now I, now it's time. And it's funny how things work out, you know, like sometimes, you know, things kind of just fall into place at the time they're supposed to. So, you know, get the ancestry stuff, find out, yes, you, you are his biological daughter. And so then what do I do? You know, like, hello, I'm here. Like, hi. Um, 
I'm your daughter. Um, so you don't know because like he has a family and children of his own. Like how how are you going to react to that? And so um, what wanted to go about it, I guess you know respectfully because I know him and uh, my grandmother was like you you should uh, you know you should talk to him and he's going to be super overwhelming and you know loving about it because who wouldn't who wouldn't want their family to grow who wouldn't love you you know because my grandmother's one of my biggest fans um it, it wasn't exactly like that and so recently i had a conversation with my chiropractor and he said his wife was like in the same boat who just like found out i think it was his wife or, or a friend but they just found out their who their biological father was and then the person reached out and said, I'm your daughter. And the guy like drove across the country that night to meet them and has made every effort to get to know them and things like that. And I was like, oh, this is what my grandmother thought was going to happen. But um, it didn't actually go exactly like that. Like I've talked to him once on the phone, but um, I don't know. It wasn't as receptive receptive as as their story so i don't know we'll see we'll see as time goes on but uh trust. we have our fingers yeah i mean the, the facts are out like he knows uh he's he's told his sons like it's not like a question like is she is she your daughter or not like it's just yes i you know she's she's my daughter and, and i'm her, i bothered her you know so um so we'll see i guess where where it goes from here but mm -hmm. well you know it we, we we're hoping that he uh he comes becomes more when you get more into the wrestling stuff he store he starts to become more supportive on your on your journey in the ring and stuff like that and we here at dudes at ringside hope you really like hit that hit that ring and we hope like someone when you get further into your out of your training and start getting more into matches have you ever come east message us yeah. if, if it's in pennsylvania i will drag Pete geek to anywhere in pa to come see you wrestle we will okay yeah you. that'd be I'm awesome i still have some family there so um i i will definitely do that hey. that's someone that's someone it's someone <laughs> a wrestler wrestler yep Say hey, what's up? What's hey. going on? Welcome to the ringside crew. Thanks for joining in and listening. Oh, that's a that's a, uh, a actually he was wrestling. Met, met, he's messaging me on my Instagram. That's DC Styles. I never heard of him. I know he's an indie wrestler. Where do you wrestle DC Styles? Because uh, you messaged me earlier. I'm like interrupting on the interview. Hey, don't you know? Don't you know who this is? <laughs> he's trying to put himself over. Is what he's trying to do. You know that that fan in the crowd when the match yes, is sir. going on. <laughs> this is just Santana here. So uh, yeah, so we're gonna go a little fun, typical dudes at ringside style. What is your favorite food? My favorite food. Okay, so I love all foods. Oh my gosh, I you know when you were talking about the six pack earlier, like that's why that's why I can't get it together because I just love food too much. <laughs> so I think like growing up, I, my favorite food was probably salads. And we, we talked about this. So um, I love food so much. And so coming from Pennsylvania, like my mother, she was a stay at home mom and she would cook 
for us every day like dinner, but like the dinner had no flavor. And mm. so like she did not use spices. She probably used salt, maybe a tiny bit of pepper if ever. And so like my brother and I joke about this all the time, like our palates have not encountered flavor or like different textures. And so when I would eat salads, like literally lettuce and salad dressing. And so it's like, as I got older, like I would add like cheese and maybe croutons, but you know, I kind of limit, like I eat so plain, it's, it's embarrassing sometimes. And so now like you go and you get all these like fancy restaurants, they have like the summer salad and you know, feta cheese salad or, or this and that. And I'm like, oh no, it's it's too much. It's like a palate overload at one time. And so just like super plain, like I'll just take lettuce in my salad. Hmm. Yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty funny. But what else I love, like I love pickles of all mm -hmm. kinds. I will down the pickles and then I will drink the pickle juice too because it's so I have no problem but drinking actually I learned it's like better for you than Gatorade to rehydrate really? you yes and so if you're ever super dehydrated you should take a sip of pickle juice and like hold it under your tongue and like hold it in your mouth and then it absorbs faster so but it's oh, that's really, good to really know good for you um, facts. We got facts here from right. Jenny, from uh, Jesus. Facts and stories, right there. Facts. Yeah. <laughs> Do you like pizza? I love pizza. I love pizza. But so again, um, it's so plain. Like I only eat pizza with cheese. Like I cannot do meat on my pizza. Like I don't do pepperoni or sausage or ham. None of that. Like, it's just mm. cheese. I do mushrooms and onions because I love mushrooms and onions. And I think that mushrooms and onions should be on almost every food. Like, when I was younger, uh, my grandmother used to make me uh, onion sandwiches. And so she would fry onions and just stick it on a piece of bread. And that was, like, one of my favorite, favorite things ever to eat. So um, now on my pizzas, it's just mushrooms and onions and cheese. It's, it's super plain. So much stuff was going on in the background. <laughs> it was getting so dark. And so I was like, please turn on lights. And as it was going, like, I was like, okay, okay, no. That one was like a bad glare. So yeah, I, my, hopefully my, you my, can my, see me. I can see you yeah. not clear. You're, you're clear. You're lying clear. I was yeah, like, yeah. I have ADD. I was looking at you and then I started, I'm like, so much is happening in the background. What's going on? Yeah, yeah, my, my I was like, I'm going to start fading away and you'll just see like my eyes and my teeth or something soon. Like in a cartoon. <laughs> like you'll see like the car, like the, like the, just the smile. <laughs> see the eyes and the smile. Yeah. Like, still there. I swear, man. It's yeah, not a part, dream. My apartment has something called like a uh, puzzle light. You know what that is or no? It's no. like you, you turn one light off, the other one turns on. So you're like, damn it, I got to turn this one off to turn that one off. And then to turn this one off, I have to turn that one off. Oh, my, my bedroom is like that because there's two ceiling fans. And so, like, I want the one light above my bed on. And then I'll, like, press the light and both ceiling fans are going. So then, like, that light will turn on and the other one turns off. And then it's like, oh, my gosh. And then the mod always gets mad at me. She's like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm trying to turn the lights off. And then... <laughs> And then she's like, 
just turn the lights off. I'm like, I can't because I have to turn this light off to turn that light off to turn that light off. Yeah, so, there's, and there's like so many switches. You're like, what switch is like, like what happened? <laughs> yeah, like it takes you a while to like learn. Like I, I'm still like, cause I, I moved and so I'm like all these switches in the bedroom. I'm like, I don't know which one's which. Like every night I'm like, one, two, three, four. No, one. Yeah, put it on a notepad yeah. in your bed. Be like, one, two, this one does this one. <laughs> this one to turn it, yeah. You have to, like, label them. <laughs> Here we go. If you ever come to New York, we, I do this with every one of our guests. If you ever come to New York, let us know. We can, we'll meet up for we'll meet up for pizza. We so I was I was in New York when I was younger as a kid, but recently I was in New York a few years ago, and uh, it, it was super cool. We were in New York City over um, New Year's Day. And so we went to, my birthday is right before New Year's. And so we went to go see Wicked on Broadway, which was super good. Yeah, that was my daughter's, like, that was the one thing she wanted. This was, you know, she she was just like, I want to go to New York and see. And so then, you know, all the great food in New York, because, I don't know, people might not agree with me, but, like, I'm from the East Coast. And so, you know, Pennsylvania, Jersey, like, they do pizza right you know and so we come out to vegas and we've tried so many pizza places and there may be like one or two good ones but it's not the same like it's just not the same and so when we went to new york a few years ago like we had pizza so many days because we're like this pizza is so (laughs) good like this is what we're used to and then we found this place called Junior's Cheesecake. Oh, Junior's Cheesecake. And so my daughter's obsessed with it. And she's like, we need to fly to New York just to go get Junior's. And I'm like, I am not flying a five-hour flight for you to have cheesecake. Like, it's <laughs> not happening. If you ever come to Milford, Pennsylvania, they sell them. You could buy, like, the round Junior's Cheesecake. They sell them the little tiny ones. You could buy, like, teeny-weeny ones, like, this big. Yeah, regular size cheesecake. That's key food in Milford. Okay, okay, okay. That's Did my they, like ship food because you know, like some places, my aunt loves like pretzels, and I think they're like unique pretzels, but she gets them shipped to her. Yeah, I mean, yeah. pretzels different. I don't know if they can ship. I think you, you know, could go on the website, the Junior's Cheesecake website, and see yeah. if they. I'll have to try it. It'll be like, did you guys ever watch Friends with that episode with the cheesecake and they're like falls on the floor and they're still eating it? I don't I don't like Friends to be honest with you. That's the problem with it. They get this like cheesecake by accident and they taste it and they're like in love with it. And that is like probably my daughter with cheesecake. And then they, they get another one and it drops on the floor and they just eat it off the floor because it's so good and so She's going to end the interview, geek. Don't do that. She's like, that's it. I'm out of here. Arriba. And she turns the camera off. (laughs) 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 What did you do, geek? See? Heel. See? He's the heel. He he just ended the interview. I don't. You don't like friends? That's it. (laughs) Don't even open my interview up. I'm done. Another one, geek. Oh. If nothing else, like it's funny watching shows from back like a while ago and seeing like what you know what happens and goes on, and you're like, this would never go over now. You know what I mean? There's so many shows like that. 
Yeah, like some of the stuff they say and just imply and you're like, oh my gosh, like how, how is this so popular? You know what I mean? How was it so popular in that? Like now it's just like that would not happen. I don't know if you're in the same age gap as me, but there was a TV show on Nickelodeon back in the day called You Can't, uh, you can't Do That on Television. I think I've heard of that show. I've heard, I think I've heard of that too. And they, it was like, they had this weird thing. It's like, and it was like all these weird, their faces like this. And and they would say like they're, they're like it was like a real haha joke kids show and it was really not for kids but it was like they had it on Nickelodeon for some reason and um it was filmed in Canada but I thought it was filmed in Orlando. Long story short, their phrase was I don't know. Like as a kid, I cringe every time in class if I I didn't know the answer. They'd be like, Joe, do you know the answer? <laughs> I, I don't, I don't know. Why are you whispering, Joe? No, I would, because I, the kids on the show, they they would freak out. They they didn't tell the kids when they could say the phrase. They would just drop a bucket of random colored slime on their head. Holes like either green or blue or red slime, just just like in a bucket, just like a string would drop and this could just get dropped. <laughs> and that show, it would freak me out. I would just be like, I, I I would be scared to say, I don't, I don't know. Oh, when you said, I don't know, they dropped the slime on you. Yeah, immediately <sighs> dropped the green, pink, blue. They, and what's your name was on that show? Oh my God. Um, the one they made the song had the album Jagged Little Pill. Last Morissette, the yeah. Last Morissette was on on used to be on when in the in the start of it, and they had some nasty stuff. There's a guy that was like a chef, and he would uh he'd be cooking and he'd burp and he would like make they'd make fart jokes and he would pick his nose. It was a weird show. Nick that was Nickelodeon's like start of the ooh. Ooh, that wouldn't happen these days. And also the name, you can't do that on television. That's a <laughs> you can't it gives it away what your show's about, right? Yeah, and the theme song was like and it was the whole cast going like this as the show would start. And it was just like really I was like, whoa. I'm gonna have to look this up. Yeah, it's a good show. It's a bunch of the shows that you have to look up on on uh, YouTube. You can't do that on television. Um, Roundhouse, there's like a singing show. And they would all they would do was sing. It was a singing show, and the set was like they'd come on a little rolling set, and they would sing and they would talk. And the old episodes of all that from back in the day. That was so good. I don't remember any Roundhouse for me. That was bad too because the dad would burp and fart, but it was funny. Yeah, but it was funny. Roundhouse was funny. They they would sing. It was like watching Rent, but like a teen version of Rent that they didn't curse. They just like sang. And they joked. I haven't but, seen that either. Yeah, I used to love watching Roundhouse because, like, I can't sing, but my sister would sing, and she would always sing the theme song. Roundhouse. Do, 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 do. <laughs> what are we doing? I don't think I watched much TV as a kid. I don't know what these shows. Like, I don't know these shows. Need to Google them. Do y'all okay. deal with virtual wrestling too? What is that? What is virtual wrestling? What is virtual wrestling like video games? I play video games. Help us out, help us out, DC Styles. DC Styles. Well, here we go. Even though you're just starting, has anybody 
like tried to make you in a video game yet? No, but I would love that. If oh, anyone God, wants to make me in a go. video game or like a little Barbie doll, go ahead. Oh my God, I'm gonna do that. Let tonight. me know. I'm gonna said, do, said, Joe, said, I'm gonna do said, it tonight. I guess I'll give you. I'll give you some. I'll give you Ronda Rousey's move set. Because he said you, you're like that. That style. So I'll give you Ronda Rousey's style. And somebody made Tito in the game. So I guess I have to give you his finisher. And then I'll super cool. Not about wrestling, but my jujitsu coach is Bretton Pashao. And my, you know, son had the one UFC game. I think it's the second game or something. But he's on there, and so it's super cool. Like he's he's a character you can pick. So it's, it's super cool. I'll definitely one day I'm gonna be on a video game and you can you can pick me I'll be your oh we we'll have to pick but you said would you be our man would you want to be our manager or would you want to be like our team oh you could be on our team you'll yeah. be member of our team I guess I guess we'll see how how <laughs> if I get to my first match how it goes if if I'm a wrestler or manager <laughs> like the hook comes out like uh stick to I'll something like, else no. who who would you be a dream match to be honest sorry what your dream match dream my match. dream match yeah your dream match oh gosh so I don't really follow like the indie circuits as much so I don't really know which would probably be like where I would you know most be fit for right now but like so i watch wwe sometimes i guess like charlotte flair because she's like generation so that would be like ideal right yeah come on Vince, if you're listening you gotta book this match well (laughs) geek was when we were talking about having you come on our podcast i guess when we switched your day we were saying like he was like man jane santana Man, Vince McMahon's gonna just be like, "Oh gosh, another generation." Oh god, yes. <laughs> he was like, so "He's like, Vince is gonna bring her up because you know, the the second gen, the third generation." You know, uh, that's what the, we were talking the, the, about. The, the Charlotte. You, you're like, you could be the next Charlotte because like your daughter of, you know what I mean? People, I think people like that second generation stuff only because like. You know, they grew up watching, like, you know, I grew up watching Ric Flair. You know, everyone knows, you know, his moves, and you're always like, woo, you know. And so it just, like, became, like, a household name. And then it's, you know, it's a way to pass that tradition along. And so, like, those people who, you know, used to love or love to hate Ric Flair now, you know, now they have someone else to keep carrying that on. And so I think, I mean, it's kind of like an ideal situation, right? Where you have a wrestler that you loved and now you get to kind of keep it going or at least like, you know, keep the name going. So, yeah, it's it's good to like know that you could have a you could like we could probably see you in an NXT tryout when like whenever you start getting your into your matches, definitely. We we have some places that we know you if you want to come east to try to get in the ring. There's uh, VPW, which is in Long Island. That's a really good promotion that has a lot of good wrestlers that are in it. Um, there's the uh, New York Wrestling Connection that's in Long Island that are really good too. Uh, Create a Pro. Create a Pro Wrestling is another one that uh, Kurt was it Kurt Hawkins? That's Kurt Hawkins. Kurt Hawkins. Yeah, that is school promotion school and school. There's also uh, We Are Wrestling, which did a show tonight, which we interviewed a female wrestler that actually wrestled 
in it, we interviewed the girl yesterday. Herbert's uh, Beck, uh, Her, Herbert's uh, Becca would be good too. Yeah. What's that? I said uh, Jenny versus Becca would be good too. Oh, you have to look this girl up. Her name is Becca. Well, on some of her matches, it's called Basic Becca. Okay. Oh. She hits a four fifty splash that is just like. Oh my gosh! It I hurts. don't know what that is. Yeah, look her up. Oh, for, no, her she, up. no, she doesn't know what four fifty splashes. Yeah, it's a, it sounds it's like a, a dive in, in swimming. It's a, yeah, it's, it's, a it dive. it's like, like a, it's a dive, and then you flip, flip the, this way. Yeah, you flip like that. Yeah, I can do like one flip so far. Me so. too. I I, I don't like a four splash. Maybe I don't even think I get half a quarter splash. I'm I'm all upper body. I do. I used to do swimming, so like I'm all upper body with the butterfly. So like I let I unload the trucks at work. So like I lift things up and put them down. Literally, <laughs> <laughs> I don't need a weight. I just lift up heavy things of soda all day. <laughs> like I used to do gymnastics when I was younger and flip, but I mean that was like as a kid. So we'll see if we'll see if that translates or it's all lost. But slow. Yeah. We're doing baby steps so that I don't like freak out and. And cry while that practice, like <laughs> you just you gotta take it slowly so you don't like get hurt and you don't want to hurt yourself because you know you've been used to uh, your your doing like judo and stuff like that and it's a different world going into the professional wrestling training. So this they, you hit the mats differently than you do with judo and stuff like that. Yeah, and even like you know, I was thinking about this like in jujitsu. Like I could be in a match for ten minutes and and win and not get any damage at all. And then like I'm like if I'm in a pro wrestling match, like even if I win, like I'm still getting damaged. You know what I mean? <laughs> like yeah. I'm taking damage no matter what. Like there's no way to avoid it. You know, falling or having someone on top. Of, you know, like there's no way to get around that there's always you're always damaging your body even if you're coming out on top with this so 100 percent. it's like so hard to not take damage in a wrestling match you think you're going to come out like perfect and you end up like getting a neck bruise or like you hurt your elbow when you were doing a move off the top rope you know what i mean like and you don't know like, what's that. A few weeks ago, like Kyle taught me, like with your against the ropes and like the smacks and stuff. Hmm. And so he's like, I'm going to smack you like how I would do it in a match. I'm like, okay. Jeez. <laughs> was not ready for that. Ooh. But uh, it, it, it was definitely harder than, than I expected. You know, like I don't know what I was thinking like was going to happen, but. De definitely my perspective on on the damage and athleticism that it takes in a in a wrestling ring definitely has changed since I since I got in one myself. And so I think that's kind of why like the, I like the podcast because or not the podcast but like the the blog videos because you know like I think sometimes people watching it from outside they they have a perception of it or and they just don't realize like how tolling and taxing it is on you even if even if you're the one doing more damage than the other one yeah a, a quick question what are your thoughts on intergender wrestling intergender wrestling yeah, yeah. um 
like guy versus girl? Yeah. yeah. I think, um, I don't know, I guess I would relate it to like jujitsu. Like I think biologically we're built differently. And so like guys, a guy my weight is always going to be considerably stronger than me. So um, I think they have an advantage that way. But, you know, we're all about equal rights and things like that. So I think if, if a girl's up for it, yeah, they just need to come in with the knowledge, like, this guy most like like if for some girls, they're way stronger than me. But like for me, if I'm going against a guy in similar height and weight, like I know he's going to be stronger than me in certain areas. So as long as I'm okay with that, you know, starting as an underdog, I guess it would be okay. But I think, I think some girls can handle it and they're going to, you know, succeed and come out on top. I think it just depends who the people are. So as we start, as that starts coming about, which it probably will, you know, I think they just need to be careful on the matchups and, and, that's like with anything like jujitsu, like in kids, they have the girls and, and boys go together to a certain age. And then like, I guess it's, you know, it's for lack of a better term, like I guess when puberty hits, like at age, the teenage, they, they split them up and they only do uh, boys against boys and girls against girls, just because that's when kind of the, you know, strength difference, height difference, all that stuff kind of comes into play. But I mean, I'd be up for it. Like, especially like a tag team match. That would be good. Like, intergender tag team match. I think that might be a little bit more successful because then you can always like tag out if you need to. But I mean, a- I mean, you see it really big on the indies. That's the reason why I was asking that because it's like you always like every indie match, they usually feature one guy versus girl match. Yeah. And that's amazing. Oh my God. If you ever look at the wrestling promotion from Boston, what's that promotion that we get a lot of the female wrestlers from? Uh, Limitless Chaotic, a lot of those promotions. You can look those promotions up uh, when you're done with us. A lot of – was it Limitless? Yeah, Limitless Wrestling. Chaotic and beyond. And beyond. They have lots of good matches, but a lot of their matches is men versus women. There's not many – women there so they have a lot of men versus women and they're good matches they're like really, really, yeah. really, good, really good matches but the, so the I, heels will goof on the women they're like oh you're not gonna do anything one girl his name is little her name is little mean kathleen and she is so funny oh if you ever get a chance to meet when you get a chance to go you know you find people on instagram after the show look up little mean kathleen she is the funniest person you will ever encounter in your entire life within wrestling. I will look her up. I, I will look up some of those matches. I mean, I guess when I train jujitsu, like we train, I train with guys. There's more guys there than girls. So I'm always training with guys. When I compete, it's only against girls, but the training's with guys. And then Kyle also trains someone with me, Cameron, and he's a guy. So like we're, like the matches that we're simulating or not, not matches yet, but like the scenarios we're simulating um, there, you know, I'm a girl, he's a guy. So we're making it work so far. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So 
I'll definitely have to get on that uh, creation. I'll have to do it tomorrow because <laughs> in our end, it's 11.02 at, at night. So Oh, it's so late. I forget how late yeah. it is. Yeah, it's it's 11 over here. So What time is it at you? I know we started at 7 in your, in Vegas time. Yeah, it's only 8. Okay. If we, we don't want to hold you up, Jenny, if you have to go eat your dinner or like go oh, to- I've already eaten that. Yeah, okay. I do that as soon as I get home. I scarf down all this pasta. It was so good. He loves pasta. <laughs> so pasta, I'm good for pasta like and burgers. hours. I'm, I, me, Geek love pasta and burgers. I go for the uh, pizza, the tacos, the rice and beans, the red rice and beans, the banil. Yeah, it's my house. And for dinner, I had myself a nice Philly cheesesteak with on a wrap with some french fries do you guys okay so in pennsylvania like cheesesteaks were my favorite mm. and they had sauce on them and out here there's no such thing as steak sauce on a cheesesteak mm. did you guys ha- do you have that there um where i i live in I, i'm the one living pa he she, uh, geek lives on long island so i haven't heard, I haven't <laughs> heard of it Never heard no. of it, but I, I didn't. Where I got my thing was in upstate New York, in Port Jervis, New York. They probably did put it on there, but I don't know. But it was so good. The wrap was delicious, so <laughs> it was good. Like a red sauce, like no one knows what I'm talking about. And mm. so I come out here, and they're like marinara sauce, and I mean that's like a crappy substitute. That's not what it is, but no, no one knows. Like, and I don't know how to describe it because I'm not a cook. Like, I don't know how they make it, but. It's like a specific steak sauce that mm. goes on a cheesesteak. It's a red sauce. It's so good. There's a bacon, uh, chicken bacon ranch cheesesteak here in Long Island, actually, which is actually really good. Okay. I, don't, I don't know if you have any of those, Joe, in Pennsylvania. Do you? That sounds delicious. Well, I, the town I live in literally has one. I keep saying literally a lot. It's a literally episode for Joe. Literally. I sound like the guy from that show. It was on NBC. I can't think of the name of it. Oh, uh, oh God. I can't think of the name of it. It's horrible. But yeah, it's a show I was watching about the whole pandemic with my mom and the office. Uh, that's what she said. Oh, <laughs> yeah, so where I live in Milford, PA, there is one light. That's it. It's one, one light, light? Like street light? One stop light. It's a nice little town. If you ever come to East and come traveling to Pennsylvania, come to Pike County and come check out Milford because it is an old historic town with one stoplight. And we have the flag that when they assassinated Lincoln in the museum in the town. Oh, my gosh. So how many kids were in your high school? Like graduated? I grew up on Long Island. I didn't grow up here. I've been here for oh. 15 years. There must have been a lot. I don't even know. Like I grew up. I didn't grow up here. I grew up in Long Island. So when I moved here, I was like, Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> I'm. My last name is. I have, I have a Spanish last name, and I have my friend got me the shirt, a Yankee shirt with the name on the back. Oh, that's cool. And I get a lot of. One person is. I I looked at them and and like, and I rolled my eyes like the Undertaker. They're like. I said, they're like, oh, they you must have bought that shirt and a bootleg. I'm like, what do you mean? The name on the back of your shirt. I'm like, 
that's my name. Oh, no, are you sure? Because it they spelled Rodriguez wrong. <laughs> I'm like, no, moron. No. That's my last name, which I'm not going to say it live on the air. <laughs> <laughs> it's spelled that way because it's not his name. That's <laughs> my last name. It doesn't okay. even look like that because I saw it. So yeah. How do you? So weird. I'm like, I grew up in a super small town too. Like I know my eighth grade class had 13 kids. And so then I come out to Vegas and their eighth grade classes have like three, 400 kids. And so it's so different. Yeah. It's like super cool. It's like in in my town, like it's so small that everybody knows you. And like, cause I, I'm a, I I used to do a lot more Ghostbuster stuff. You have a dog. Hey, pup. All right. Well, all right. The mom's going to go crazy. loves animals. What kind of dog do you have? German Shepherd. I'll try to get him up here. We got, I got him. He was four weeks old. And I know, like, you're not supposed to get puppies at four weeks old. But, like, it was so amazing because we had to, like, bottle feed him yet for the next four weeks. And, He's now like 115 pounds. So like it was our, he's our first puppy. So we didn't want like, we wanted a huge puppy, but to start off with a huge puppy, it was kind of overwhelming. And so we started off and he like fit in my hand. I used to stick him in my purse to go to the grocery store (laughs) and it was so cute. And then as he grew, like we all grew together. And so now he's huge and you know, he still thinks he's, four pounds because he'll run and jump on top of you and he has no concept of how enormous he is and how much he weighs like he has knocked me over sometimes and and he does this thing where he like crawls in between your legs and then he like sits there to get pet and so he will just like plow through you and no matter what you are doing like he gets where he wants to go and you just no concept that you could be holding a full tray of sodas and then all of a sudden there goes your drinks yeah and he's so sweet like he's so sweet he will let you do whatever like he will let you open his mouth put your hands in like he doesn't care and so but then like that's how he is with me me and the kids and then like when people come over who he hasn't been around his whole life and they're like, that's your puppy. Like he is, I know we took him for a walk before and someone at the park was like, go put that hellhound away because he's, he's so mean and he does not like anyone he's not used to. And if anyone would like come near us, he would go crazy, like crazy. And we, we had to stop like taking him out so much cause he's just, he's not, he's not ready for it yet. Oh geez, that's not good. <laughs> <laughs> no, like we got, I got him for like to be a watchdog and he's like the perfect watchdog, but like he just doesn't, his name is Blaze and Blaise? he's a German Shepherd. Yeah. And it means like protector, I'm pretty sure. So, um, you know, he, he's perfect for what we got him for and he's so sweet and loving to us, but like anyone else is probably that's their worst nightmare because he just doesn't. Like when the pool guy comes to clean the pool, like if he sees him outside, oh my gosh, he tries to like break down the glass door to get out there and attack him. And it's just like pure chaos. But (laughs) we had, you said the word hellhound that we had a guy that came on our podcast from Scotland. Scotland. His, 
His his gimmick was he hates everybody. I hate. He says, I hate everybody. I hate you. I hate you. <laughs> he's, he was such a cool guy. Like, he's just, he, he, how your background is just the wall with pictures. His background is stars. He he's, like, off the wall. he's off the wall. He's <laughs> off the wall. Like, he, literally. We tell him we had Jenny Santana on his podcast. He's like, I want to get in touch with her. How can I talk to her? How can I get in touch with her? Yeah. it will be like, all right, you can Instagram. <laughs> yeah, go on. He hasn't. He said he has Instagram, but he doesn't use the Instagram. He was telling us on his, the podcast last was it last week we had a monkey. Yeah, yeah. I think he uses Twitter more though. More, you more, you more or less uses Twitter. So and Facebook. He's gonna be like Miss Santana. I hate you, but you hate me. Why? <laughs> no, get in line. You're not the first one. You won't. <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> So have you? Uh, no, but he, he's awesome. By the way, he means no harm though. He's freaking awesome. He's funny. He's, he's sweet. He doesn't yeah. really hate anybody. He'd just be haha joke. <laughs> so like my my funny wrestling reference be like, you said you like doing tag team. What if they like if you get into your first show and you don't know this, but then uh, Martel if uh, does Rick Martel have a daughter geek? I have no idea. <laughs> Imagine they did that to you. They tossed you in a tag team match with like Rick Martel's daughter, and you don't realize it. It's like a that would be hilarious. If I was at that show, I would mark out because Tito Santana's daughter teams up with Martel's daughter, and it's Strike Force Two. Oh yeah, I don't know if he has a daughter. I have to look into that. Imagine I would mark out. I would mark out. I'd freak out. I'd lose it. I'm like, oh my god, this is amazing. Why am I the only one cheering? Or, or I hate to say it, today's day and age, you could do intergender tag teams now. If it has a son, you could have a son. You yeah. could have. You could be the daughter of the daughter, and then <laughs> his son be your tag team partner. That'd be yeah. cool. Yeah. Yeah. See how that goes. But have it opposite because he, you know, T, you I don't know. That, yeah, you don't know, but Martel turned on Tito. Have it opposite. Oh, oh. have you turned heel and go off the rope like oh shoulder? Oh, everybody like oh my god! I'm like it's happening, it's happening. Opposite payback. <laughs> this is for turning on my dad. There's so many different storylines. Like I am trying to watch, you know, try to. Well, I'm trying to like watch female wrestlers and like how they move and stuff and older matches. And there's just so many different storylines that, you know, over the years have come like great ones and, and maybe ones that didn't go over so well, but it's, it's, it's really cool. Like there's, there's so much history. Cause like wrestling, when, when did it start? Like seventies maybe, or yeah. seventies you know, like or sixties is when like they started Doing the shows like at like being like the the gyms and the like the the small arenas that were in because New York had a lot of small arenas that my dad used to tell me about the stories that my dad used to tell me about my grandfather and my cousin that like they would go to in New York like the original Garden and like um, the other places I can't think of the names of them. That were in New York and Long Island that you can still see that they're old, like old arenas because the way they're shaped and stuff like yeah. that, and stuff like that. And- it's so cool. Like my my mom went to Madison Square Garden with Andre the Giant a lot, like when he wrestled there, and so it's just cool. Like 
like Madison Square Garden, like that's so amazing. And just to think like, you know, people, I mean, they're still holding the biggest events, you know, in, in the country there. So, so cool, like to be able to nothing like an event there or something would be amazing. My childhood, because geek, geek's not as old as I am. I'm 38. My childhood was spoiled with Howard Finkel, ring announcer from WWF, announcing your dad's name, announcing Andre the Giant and Hogan and stuff like that. So I, I don't think you've heard any of my, my past, our past episodes, have you? Have you? No, not yet. Well, I do a segment on the show that I announce the guest. You haven't done it in a while. Oh, because... Because I forget, or my old brain goes into squirrel mode. Because I'm like, talk to the guests and don't do the Howard Finkel. Do you mind me doing my Howard Finkel voice? Do it, do it, do it. <clears throat> this is for you. Okay. Coming down the aisle from Las Vegas, Nevada, Jenny Santana. That's awesome. I think I remember hearing that, like a voice similar to that. That's the thing. That's yeah. The thing. Announce your dad's voice for every show. Was he the main announcer? Oh, he was legendary. Was like that man was of- Like yeah. my childhood, I I still get chills thinking as a kid hearing, seeing him come down the aisle with "Welcome to the Jungle" and he shaking people's hands. Even though I was halfway up in the bloody nose, he walks in the ring. Ladies and gentlemen, how are you doing today? I am Howard Finkel. And welcome to Madison Square Garden. It's like a high voice for an announcer. He had that high, like it was like a high pitch, but it was kind of, his. my voice goes in weird different ranges, (laughs) being in college and high school and doing my announcements and stuff like that. So sometimes. My my voice is kind of high. Someone said, I I think someone said I sound like Mickey Mouse. So. Oh, gee, I'd be mad. Be like, don't say that about Jen. She's part it's of the super family. high some days, so I don't know. That's my voice can't change it, but your, your voice was fine in the pro or your pre your uh video you sent us. It's I thought, yeah. it was awesome. I thought that probably it's was high. Awesome. like it sounds like a 12 year old girl. Like at work, when people call, they're like, Can I talk to an adult? and I'm like, Yeah, that's me. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, how can I help you? <laughs> yeah, I posted that video a little bit ago, right before the show started on the on the Instagram, and I was like, "Oh, is this the promo?" And I was like, "Oh, this is a preview." Like, dude, it's funny. I asked people for a promo, and they're like, "I don't get anything to like a few days beforehand." I'm like, "Oh god, busy life. What am I doing? My, what am I doing? In my life. These people are gonna find me and beat me up, and just like, I, oh." I, I think good. once somebody actually sent us a promo. It's like, let me get it for you. Ten minutes later. They sent us a promo, and I'm like, wow, that was really fast. We had a <laughs> yesterday that came on our podcast. You can't really find her matches. She's called The Crusher. Uh-huh. I thought she – most of the girls just send us promos of them holding their cell phone like, hi, my name is Becky Jana from the – and you're watching dudes that are hand-shaking and everything. This girl had a full, like – like movie with the people in the dark. Oh, who is the crusher? Is, is she a, uh, she's an artist. Is she a singer? It, what is she? I was dying. Me and geek were like, Oh my Rain God. In the bar. Now I can't do that. Like I can't send you something like this. Hey, yes. Jenny Santana. 
Now I gotta do. I gotta find something. You should like totally like, do if you when you're at you could even wait and do it when you're at training in the ring and do like a spinning I can elbow. Body slam my daughter and do the spinning <laughs> elbow. Someone actually did send us a promo while they were training. I don't yeah, know yeah, if you're there's a guy, our, um, guy from California Same from Money Power Respect. He had some guy in a headlock and said, "You guys can watch me at dudes at ringside." <laughs> And I'm like, okay, I can do that. <laughs> I think I had a guy in the headlock. He's like, watch me on dudes at ringside tomorrow night. And then he told the time and everything. And I'm like, you had the guy in the headlock. Poor dude. <laughs> got deodorant well, that day. Kyle let me punch him in the face for it. Can you do the spinning elbow at the end and say, Oriba? No. <laughs> I can let, I'll work on it. I'll work on it. You don't have to send the, the edited ones because we had one today. Alfie from England, she just sent me one of her just sitting there like, hi, this is Alfie from London, England. You're watching Dudes at Ringside Podcast with the Metal Geek and Joe Panther the Third. Enjoy. That's it. And she did that. Well, whatever I send you, know that I will try. So if, if it's just me sitting there, I'd be like, I tried and failed miserably at, at doing an action one. So <laughs> I have a script that I send people that just says, hi, blank, period. It's like reading a script. It just says your name. Hi, my name is, period. I am from country or state, period. And you're watching. It's just. Sometimes, sometimes we got two dudes ringside podcasts. And I'm like, oh, Whoa. <laughs> my dad. Let it write. Day, my, yeah, my dad the next day is like, Randy, you know they messed up, right? And I'm like, dad, I'm not asking these people to come. They will find me, somehow track and hack my cell phone and get my address. You need to redo this for me and get it right so that I can post it. I get scared. I'm not an MMA trained fighter. I'm a, I'm a swimmer slash bowler from Special Olympics in yeah, Pennsylvania. We're nervous. We're nervous. We're gonna lose the guests too. They're gonna be like. I used to mad. bowl when I was younger. What was your what, what was your handicap in bowling? I don't know. Like I, I, I used to bowl in a little league when I was a kid because like we came from a family of bowlers. So like my grandfather had. 300 games a few times Ooh. um he's got like a few he had a few 300 rings and and my uncle like we were all bowlers but i i, I did not get the bowling gene by any stretch of the imagination so i i warm up with a hundred and then my last game today i think it was at like wasn't my best the last round but i did get a i'll hear the collar is that is that was that you geek ruining making me think there's a dog that's our like the ten this ten second in the round where they're like means you gotta finish up. Uh oh. Can you try to warm try to end 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 the show? What are you no, doing? I, I'm good, dude. I'm good. Yeah. I was, I was are, good. You, are you okay, Jenny? Do you or do you have to go? Oh no, I'm okay for a few minutes, yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. You, you want you want to do you want to do one more question, Joe? One, one more yeah. question each. Um, so where do you see yourself in uh five to ten years? Five to ten years. Okay, so I see myself hopefully in jujitsu, having a black belt by then, hopefully. So that's check. And win like some tournaments as a black belt. That's that's my goal in jujitsu. I would love to have some matches under my belt and like do some pro wrestling. Like it would be amazing. Like this is you know, I started training. So like, what's your end goal? Like maybe as a hobby, but I'd love to try it out where, you know, 
you could be successful. Like I would love to be successful doing something that I love. Like I have a day job and it pays the bills. It's great. But like, it's, it's not, I wouldn't say it's my passion, you know, like some people are, you know, teachers and that's like, that's what they were born for. And, and I don't know, I don't know if that's me, but like, I'm going to do my job. I do a good job, but you know, I love being in the gym. So like if I could make a living off of being in the gym or like performing or something like that, like that would be ideal. So, um, I don't know, like we'll see, like, yeah, you can reach for the stars, but you also have to be realistic. So, um, I don't know. We'll see how training goes. And when, when I get my first match, we shall see how that goes. And if it goes successful, like I would love to keep doing it and um, see, see where it could take me, you know? We hope you get far and we just hope, we hope to someday see you in Ring of Honor or like even come East and in a, Indie promotion, me and Geek will definitely come cheer you on. We'll make signs. We're here. Look, we're here. You know, we'll we'll selfie together. (laughs) Hey, if we ever come to Vegas, we'll let you know. We'll come, we'll we'll come hang out, have some pizza. We'll have a nice cup of coffee. Or if you guys have bagels over by you, we'll eat some bagels with you. (laughs) There's like an Einstein bagels. I guess that's bagels, but I can, I'll take you guys out to the pizza that I think is closest to the East Coast. And there you go, Geek. We'll try those out, and you can be like, "This is not anything." We'll have a vlog. <laughs> have a vlog. Yeah. The Vegas. I mean, it's Vegas. Like, there's amazing restaurants. It's it's crazy. You know, like there's you know you can go like, I mean, yeah, they have like McDonald's and fast food stuff, but also like super like Gordon Ramsay Steakhouse and stuff like that. There's always there's so many options here. Like it's it's so different than it was in Pennsylvania where you'd have to like drive for a good meal. Like the strip is 10, 15 minutes away and you can get like quality gourmet meals or you can, you know, go and go get pizza. So Yeah. I, I um, one more question. I think we answered it, but um international travel where would you like to see yourself going internationally yeah um gosh i don't even know um there's so many places like i would love like to wrestle or to vacation oh vacation or wrestling mostly Ibiza, like, <laughs> yeah. um, like greece is so beautiful i've heard like there's so many awesome places i know um my, my father who raised me is from England. So like love would eventually love to go see England. Um, I just love to try. I would love to travel Europe. You know, it would, it would be great. I just need to get out more. Like I have not, I was very sheltered as a kid. And so I need to start like getting out and traveling more. I've only been out of the country one time when I was, I don't know, maybe like right after high school, I went to Cancun and that was, does that even count? I mean, it does count, but like, it's not like, it's such a touristy spot, you know? Anyone's a tourist there. So um, that, that was the only place that I've gone out of the country. But I'd love to get out more. Like my grandmother went to Ireland and it was so beautiful. Um, and she's been to like Portugal and stuff. So I just need, there's so many places. Like I'd love to do all of them, but um, I don't know. If work, like ideally, like I would travel for like work, then I'd have to go to those places. So that would be awesome. (laughs) 
So we're actually having an all-female uh, wrestling promotion, the owner, coming on our podcast. Like, what, like next month, Geek, or is that like in the future? Calendar? Dang Calendar. Um, the future. In the future. Uh, in future episodes, would you mind if we name-dropped you to him? Yeah, go ahead. Yes. That's the worst that can happen. I'm like, I don't know that girl. <laughs> yeah, Liberty, but he's, it's Liberty Pro Wrestling. It's They're from Alabama, and it's all women. All women's promotion. Yeah, I was just like, I think he, I think he found us. I was just like, my dad's like, if you don't take this opportunity, you may lose it, dude. You may lose your chance with any other companies. And I was like, my friends are at work. They're like, females? Joe, you're going to, I'm like, dude, what? You know that I like get, we get like getting the female guests. And he's like, I don't know. And I'm like, I'm going to take this opportunity. I told this to Geek. He's like, hey. I'm like, dude. That's an owner of an all-female promotion. I, I I find it as an honor. You know what I mean? I don't care what guests we get, men or women. But I feel <laughs> that the female guests, I know they go through a lot because they're DMs and a lot of men get stupid. But I feel that the women wrestlers get back to you faster than the men because the men have really big egos. Yeah, it's it's funny you said that about like what the women encounter. I don't know. Um, I'm sure guys get like strange DMs too. But recently, like I've had numerous ones that were really questionable. You know, like <laughs> like stuff they've asked for. I don't, like, I don't even think I could say it on here. But I will like oh, wait, you could you could you could uh you could you're allowed to curse on here. You're allowed to curse. Oh no, right it, was, it wasn't cursing. They like the the most recent one I got, like I I've been screenshotting, like sending them to Kyle, like as a joke, like, look at what's happening, you know? And uh like I think it was today or yesterday, they're like, uh, oh, I wanna what would you charge for a picture of your pubic hair or something? And they're like, it doesn't have to be naked. And I'm like, who? Who in their right mind like writes this and thinks it's a good idea to hit send to someone? <laughs> like I don't I even do that to someone. That's horrible. And I'm not easily like I don't get bothered. Like so it doesn't like bother me. Like I just laugh at stuff like that. I'm like, oh my gosh, like whoo. Um, yeah, no, just but pretty good laughs sometimes. Like someone asked me if they could lick my armpit or something, and I'm like, <sighs> like. Some people have the fetishes out there, which is, you know, great for you guys. Rock on. But, um, yeah, I'm not, not my armpit really doesn't need to be licked. So. <laughs> All right. Um, if you want to plug anything you're doing or any, like, um, like your web social medias, we already have them on the screen. But if you want to plug them yourself, stage is yours. Yeah, I mean, it'd be great. Like, I'm trying to grow the Instagram channel like everyone else. Uh, it's jhaas1228. I usually, like, I try to do stories every day. Sometimes I don't, but I try, try to. Um, and then Twitter, oh, it's like a thorn in my side right now because I'm trying to do Twitter and I just am not that good at it. And I haven't done my first tweet, but it's so awesome that like people have, like I have followers on Twitter and I haven't tweeted yet. So I, I'm gonna, I'm working on this, but uh, my Twitter is Jenny underscore Santana underscore. 
So I need yeah. to get um, more comfortable with that platform. I was like on Facebook for a long time before I like started Instagram a few years ago. And then it took me a little bit to like learn how to do stuff. And so um, now it's like that with Twitter. So uh, I will get there and I will start tweeting and and liking and stuff like that. But um, yeah, so if you could follow me on Instagram and Twitter, if you want to, that would be great. Um, Geek is so bad at social media, just so you know. <laughs> no, I'm not the best either. I'm not the best either. Oh, and I started a YouTube channel that also has no content, but I'm working on that. Like I'm gonna get videos, uh, like the interviews I've did, I'm gonna put on there and some of my jujitsu matches are on YouTube. I'm going to download those on there. And then when people write comments, like Hannibal's really good at, at editing my blog for me. So it's pretty cool. And a lot of people comment on that and some of them have questions. So I'm going to do like video answers to the questions. So, um, I don't know what the YouTube channel is called. I think it's just Jenny Santana. You could always, um, if you want, uh, if you want this interview, Geek can email it to you, and you could post it on your. Uh, yeah, on that'd be your, awesome. And you can break it down and make like, uh, you could just like snips of it if you want to do like snips of the interview and stuff like that. Yeah, that'd be cool. cool. Just thing. Answer, and answer any other questions, like. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um. I, that's all the questions I have. I'm just. Um, I'm good. I'm good. Jenny, yeah. this, from the bottom of my third generation heart, I say thank you so much for coming on our thank podcast. You're welcome. Thank <laughs> you so much. My, yeah, my team, my little young Joe is jumping up and down. Oh, uh, yay! <laughs> like we're so happy. Like what's the name for Street Fighter? Yay! Like that. Even that's horrible. Like, nine year old me is going woohoo. <laughs> As I said, I got a chance to see your dad's face when I was a little kid, and then I seen my seen him when I went to WrestleMania 20, coming out of the ele. It just it was so funny because the elevator door is open, everybody's walking, and they're just like, and I'm just like, oh, oh wait, do you have? I do have this. Hold on, let me show you. I can put this other picture. So, oh, I have two. Oh, so remember I was so my so my mom's like. She used to be really like best friends with Andre. Oh, you can't see it now. Is that Andre? Yeah. But this is me like, so this is like my baby picture. Like we look Aww. like, oh, you can't see it either. I can oh. see half of it. Yeah. It's just me as a baby. Who doesn't want to see that? The Spotify, the Spotify users really can't see it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Spotify's like, they're all doing this. What? <laughs> what what's what are you doing? Right? They're probably they're probably on my Instagram. So if you want to see, you want to see more of me. I I love like during quarantine, I totally got. I don't want to say addicted, but like I I took a lot of selfies, and so I'm have a lot of selfies on my Insta. I had a lot of selfies on my Instagram. I've gotten better about not about posting other stuff, but I went through a selfie phase. Now I think I'm over it. We all do. I like taking selfies and sending it to the girl, the girl I like. I'm like, <laughs> I, got, I sent a picture of myself today and I was, I had a mask on cause I do the bowling with the special Olympics. So I had my mask on and had the mask on and the kid behind me starts doing this. Uh <laughs> picture and I went, 
Get out of my photo. I was like, Vinny, really? That's for my girl, man. What are you doing? That's for my beauty. That's so sweet. That was for my crush. You sending? You just uh, trying to picture? It was fine. At the end of the picture, it, you know, when the iPhone picture when you do it live, his he was still like this. It was blurry. So I was like, you know, he didn't get a chance to get the pose. I'm like, ah. That's when you go live. I would be super nervous to send, like, if if I had a crush, to send it, my picture to them, like, their response. My picture was like, cute. My picture was cute of me posing with the, the the two guns up, throwing the throwing the two fingers, throwing the peace signs. I had this one before, kind of. Uh, and then there's me. I probably get response back, like, I didn't ask for this. Why are you sending me random pictures of yourself? Because I'm a sweetheart. Stop taking pictures of yourself. <laughs> Got me with my stage glasses on. Oh. Mustache. Stash. And then with my mask on today. There's the guy. That's There's the guy. That's Vinny. That's <laughs> Vinny. Oh. Mr. Vin. Not, yeah. Vinny from the, not Vinny from the chat, right, Joe? Not Vinny from the, there's a there's a there's a random person in our chat that just says Vinny, 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 Vinny all the whole show <laughs> so the irony of that is so much more than you know um yeah so cool it's just randomly chanting Vinny, like yeah. and everybody <laughs> yeah. so thank you so much for coming on jenny um if you want to come actually aren't you on the schedule again later in the months aren't you we like had like, we had planned october I mean, if you want, if you want me me back in October, you can see how far I've come since then. Hopefully, you know, we can schedule it again and let me know. Let me know what that guy says. Who? It's a guy who does the girls' promotion, or it's a girl. Oh, it's a man. It's a it's a guy that owns it. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, we we definitely want you to come back. Oh yeah, definitely. We, We want you to come back. Yeah. We had fun. We had so much fun with you. And if we, I'm serious. If we ever, if Geek and I just ever decide when we could travel, we go to Vegas. I'm messaging you, I'm like Jenny. Yeah. We're coming to Vegas. Definitely. And if and nothing else, like I'll take you guys to a jujitsu class and and wrap <laughs> oh, you up Jesus. and choke you out. Geek doing jujitsu. I think my back is broken. That's for messaging me so much on Instagram, guys. <laughs> Joe, he did it. It was more Joe was the one doing the messaging. I was the one saying, I don't think it's a good idea. <laughs> it's fun. It's fun. You'll love it. I, I love oh, gosh, I love when new people come to jujitsu because like it literally becomes a lifestyle for them. They it's just so it's good for you. It's it's fun. Who doesn't want to beat people up like in a controlled environment? Little skinny geek in the gi. <laughs> <laughs> Little skinny geek. I'm, I'd be like showing the guns in the game. Like, I got this. <laughs> like right after you're done, like rip the gi off so everyone can see like the muscles and abs and walk <laughs> like, around uh, with just the pants on. Yeah, that, that no, that's me. That would be, <laughs> be like, yeah, Joe, put the gi back on. No. Jenny said I can take off my game. <laughs> I'm like the little kid that they say when I get home, he takes off the pants to just walk around in the diaper. Yeah, that's me walking around without the shirt on. Yep. Oh, gosh. I'm good. 
Fool's Dewey. <laughs> That's me. Uh, all right. Well, yeah, so I will right. see you guys if you come to Vegas or next time I'm on the show. All yeah. right. Later. Bye. See you guys. <laughs> Bye. What a that good interview, so Joe. It's so much fun. So. Oh, my gosh. Uh, so, Joe, you want to wrap this up? or? Uh... Yes, I'll wrap this up. Um, Thank you again to Jenny Santana, just Jenny Haas, for coming on the podcast. It was so much fun. Oh, my gosh. She was so awesome. She had so many stories uh, about her and her training and her uh, karate stuff. Uh, don't forget to check out the VPW show and the um, MYW yeah. show tomorrow. I hope the uh, We Are Wrestling show went well. We have not heard anything about Becky and, uh, and, uh, and uh, Billy Starks. Uh, Billy Stark match. We don't know who won. Hopefully, Becky is still champion. But do uh, the ringside champion. Wait, no, I said it wasn't for the belt because it was in a number one contenders match so. for our title. I'm getting a cold sweat. I hope we don't have to give, make a title. <laughs> uh, <laughs> How much money was that geek? 140. I, I think it was like 179 dollars. Why I got a <laughs> to make a belt? All right. Mom's gonna so, kill me. <laughs> but um, anyway, I got a couple announcements I gotta make. Unless you're still going. pregnant, and and it's not my child. No. Um, <laughs> no. No. The announcement is we have reached 500 followers on facebook thank you all so very much everybody wow. thank you so much so I, but yet they're not watching us they just follow us they just follow us but they're it's okay we still have followers so yeah. and remember you can always donate to us at http streamlabs.com slash dudes at ringside http streamlabs.com slash dudes at ringside joe um thank you Jen, jenny haas as i said before uh Go buy your tickets for all the wrestling shows that are happening tomorrow in Long Island. And if there's happening ones in New Jersey, go buy their tickets. Indie Wrestling is out and out and about now. Or buy a shirt on Pro Wrestling Tees tonight or winner of all the guests we've had on our podcast. We will see you Monday for the Candy Girl. Good night, everybody. Leave me a sweets. Yeah.